of uninfluencing health. We are just two girls on a mission to demonetize your health and instead influence your well-being with science and not a payday from brands. I might be conscious, still I like to fuck. I like it. Do a little yoga, then lift some weights up. I be as I'm supposed to. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Uninfluencing Health with Lillian and Caroline. This week's episode, we're going to talk about a plethora of things, but pretty much we're going to be covering what does organic even mean and how to truly dissect your nutritional label. I know, riveting stuff. <laughs> so before we get started, we're going to open up with our healthy yays and healthy nays. Um, I'll go first because you went first last week. I'm trying to switch it up, keep our listeners on their toes. Um, <laughs> I'm like getting... There's mauled a ju- by there's a dog. Not mauled. She wants to sit on your lap. Oh, okay. that should be that should be your new healthy a. Eh? Look at have... look at all that love. Ugh. She's like you have cats. Well, that's ironic because my healthy yay is that I deleted Tinder. <laughs> I was on it for a week, I think. I think you should get back on it. It's I it like it's like too many dicks are being thrown at me. It is like sensory overload, and like I actually went on a date. I went on two dates, like in person. Um, first one, not a love connection, which was totally fine. The date went fine. Um, second one, Lillian got drunk on her date that was not a love connection, so I called the other guy on my drive home, and we talked on the phone for, like, three hours. Um, and then the next day we had our date. It was a fine, it was a good date, like, we had a lot of fun, but then, like, he laid it on real thick like too thick like the next day he was like telling me that a girl had tried to message him on tinder but he shut it down and i was like first off we've been on one fucking date like please keep talking to girls and then another like and he was just like i want to be the nicest best person like for you it was just like a lot and i'm still like i'm a loner i don't necessarily really want someone in my space ever and so for me to still be like trepidatious about dating, like it was too much. And like today I ended it and I hadn't even gotten to the point where I was going to message him because I just, I was like, okay, I'm deleting my Tinder first. Like I don't want to deal with that. And then literally like minutes later, he was just like, I see you unmatched me on Tinder. Like have a good life. Like he was very like adult about it, but I was just like, dude, you like looked at that minutes. Like how often are yeah. you looking at my profile? Crazy. So it was it it was too much and I was getting really stressed out. I don't like having things to do after work on my work week. And I just it feels like with Tinder like everyone's going for a drink like on a weekday, and it's, which I get like don't give these randoms your weekend time. But it's just it's too much. It's I'm not I'm not ready to be back out there. I prefer to be by myself. Like if I meet someone organically like out in the wild, that's fine. I love that you just used the word organically, because we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Organically, not naturally. Teaser. Um, But my healthy nay is because I was going on these dates, I drank too much. Oh my god, so that's my healthy nay too, is that like, I did not dry out at all. Again, I feel like this is a reoccurring day. <laughs> this is a reoccurring But like, so I am like, like Should I'm- be getting you help? Um, probably, <laughs> but like, I'm just so social and I love, like, I love after school activities, as I call them, and things like that. Like, it just, it keeps me going. Your commute's shorter than mine, though. That commute sucks yeah, the energy out of Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. By the time I'm home, it's like, an, it was like another ad- hour added on to my, like, day. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. What's your healthy yay? Um, that Ralph and I did a long run this weekend. 
Ralph. Yeah. He's Ra- a good little Ralph runner. Ralph is not her husband. Ralph is her uh, lab. Black lab. Yeah. You might hear him whining throughout the episode because mm-hmm. he also He's a little feels... vocal. We probably should move that box from his tail. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, those are mine. Okay. Let's you want to talk about it? Dive on in. So I really like what we did last episode, and I kind of want to make it a reoccurring thing. That I time you for 30 seconds, and you do your soapbox of what the fuck we're about to talk about. Well, this is going to be... It makes it easier. I know, but this is going to be a really, intro. like, short soapbox. So that I can do this one, like, in 10 seconds for the random lady on the street. Okay, so 10... Okay, I'll give you 7, because I want to make it more <laughs> A game, okay. 3, 2... Okay, so there are so many labels that we see on nutrition products, and a lot of them are complete Time. bullshit. Damn it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Restart. I'll give you 10 this time. Okay, thank you. Three, okay. two, <gasps> one. So there's all these marketing tools and labels on nutrition products that are trying to advertise, but they're all, like, super deceiving and vague, and they lead to consumer Time. confusion. Damn it. <laughs> I did better that time, though. You were very cocky when you were like, 10 seconds. Because I was going to give you 15, Okay. Eventually. Well, anyway, today we are talking about labels and how they aren't defined in their total bullshit. So I wanted to start with the one that actually is legit. And I'm sure that you um, you actually just said that's how you'd meet somebody. Um, organic. Mm-hmm. Um, organic, of all the labels that we're going to talk about today, is actually one that has a legal meaning. So yay, you, Organic. For being Yay. defined. So, do you want to hear the official death? I do want to hear the official death. Okay. We're so hip with our So, yeah, yeah, going to have. Um, so, organic meat and organic eggs and organic dairy, organic poultry, um, all of those animals, um, those animals are given no antibiotics or growth hormones. So, organic plant foods are produced without using any conventional pesticides are fertilizer um, that are made with synthetic ingredients. So nothing's been bioengineered um, or anything like that. So a government-approved certifier must inspect the farm to be sure everything's legit and the standards are met. Um, So that is the story with organic. And we see it usually brought on three ways. You either see it on packages that have an organic seal that's saying it's 100% organic, so that means that the product is, like, legit 100% completely organic, or you just see it organic, and that means by percentage it has to be at least 95% organic. Um, and well, again, How do you be 95% organic? Um, that just the ingredients and stuff, so the other five they can use if they want to use um, any of the fertilizers or pesticides, you have that 5% leeway. And then made with organic ingredients is the third claim, and that means that that's 70%. So made with organic ingredients means you're 70% there. Organic is 95% there. And then 100% organic is legit 100% organic. So. Okay, so like, let me break it down for my simple mind. So if I'm at a grocery store, I'm looking at two apples. Equally as shiny. One maybe bigger than the other. Both red Good color. They both look like fucking apples. Well, I'm just to gonna me. ruin your story because, oh, and with produce, it's either gonna be organic or not. I know, but that's why I'm like that. That's the moral of my story is I'm staring at an organic apple versus a non-organic apple, 
So I think that... What should I do? I think this comes down to a lot of contributing factors, and I think it really depends. Um, I think it depends on your budget. Um, I think it depends on um, on your just personal belief system. Um, I buy conventional. I buy conventional because it's cheaper. I buy conventional because um, I think our farmers do a great job. Um, I don't... I think there's been a lot of studies. I personally feel that I'm fine with eating conventional um, over organic. I think organic is just makes things more expensive. Um, I'm sure we'll get a lot of letters <laughs> written back on that or comments and that's fine. I don't know why I said letters, probably emails, but, um, no one messages us, so you're good. Okay. Well, good. Um, so I go, um, I opt for conventional foods. You'll see the three breakdown that I just referenced that hundred percent organic, organic and made with organic ingredients. That's going to be found on stuff on the, on shelves, products on shelves, not so much your produce. Okay. So question about products on shelves. So I like, I, I don't shop at a bougie grocery store. I shop at the closest thing to H-E-B that I can get in Dallas, which is central market, which is kind of bougie. I think it's the bougiest store in Dallas. No, but they have H-E-B brand stuff that kind of levels it out. Yeah, well, I think it's the most one of the more expensive. I think Whole stores. Foods is bougier, just cause like I feel like at Central Market they put a cap. I feel like Whole Foods you can end up spending like twenty dollars on an apple. Um, I don't know. I think they're both expensive. Well, I shop at Central Market, and in their like health aisle, everything says like organic, organic, natural. Okay, so natural. I'm glad you brought that up. There's actually no formal definition of natural, by the way. Oh, so it's just like a marketing tool? Totally. Or a mar marketing tool, as you call it. 100%. <laughs> um, the, um, the, on um, the USDA's website, they say that although the FDA has not engaged in rulemaking to establish a formal definition of the term natural, we do have a longstanding policy concerning the use of natural in human food labeling. Anyway, it's a bunch of bullshit. What you need to know is that it's not defined. It doesn't mean the food's healthy, um, but but the, we allow it. We allow it to be put on products when it's not defined. So we, we'll see it on meat. We'll see it on poultry. But, you know, what does that really mean? Um, they tend to say, like, when the poultry people put it on there, they're basically saying, oh, we don't have any artificial ingredients or added color. Well, good. What the fuck would you be adding to the chicken flesh? Like, that's weird. Maybe they want to look more fleshy. So, Maybe it was a little too human color that week. Not defined. Don't want anyone, uh, any of us feeling like cannibals. I get it. Thank you for dying that. I appreciate it. I don't want to feel like a cannibal either. So, natural is dumb. Um, I feel like the other one when you, what, that's also by natural, people say like minimally, minimally processed. Um, processed and minimally processed or unprocessed, again, um, these terms are like super misunderstood and everybody thinks processed is bad. Like if you slice an apple, you're technically processing it. If yeah. you boil pasta, you're technically processing it. So I don't understand, like, I don't, I just, I don't understand what people are talking about. Um, so I feel like everyone assumes and that's the biggest like issue you can do you can assume that they're meaning something which nine times out of ten they're probably just using that word because they know like when you think process like we talked about in our last episode it's full of saturated or trans fats and it's bad for you versus they can be like oh i'm gonna put mentally processed because you're assuming i'm not doing x y and z but really that just means like it means nothing right well i hope that we clarify people that processed foods are okay because like 
like it's okay to have pasta like it's okay to boil your pasta it's okay to slice your apples like if you're buying like raw spinach like a head of spinach compared to pre-raw spinach that's unprocessed compared to processed so like it's fine it's gonna be okay yeah because i don't think people when they hear process i don't think they think about it that way i think they think of process as like crackers yeah 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 so the other one with that is like oh well like i'm not getting as much processed foods i'm gonna eat more whole foods okay well whole foods again it's not defined there's no regulatory definition here so i think what people probably mean is what you just referred to whole foods is oh okay i'm not going to eat the refined foods um so again we're hoping that people are referring to more fresh produce and veggies and um, whole grains meat and fish that sort of thing question Mm -hmm. so when i was younger i did a caveman diet not the paleo caveman diet this was all made up by me it was pretty much like if I look at it, like, like if it's not natural from the ground, I'm not going to eat it. Like, or within the ingredients, it's not natural from the ground, I'm not going to eat it. Like, tw- there's no Twizzler tree. I can't have a Twizzler. But I can have, like, a meal that's made up of, like, everything that's basically from... Like, I call it caveman because, like, if I need, like, a power tool to make it, like, Twizzlers, you have to, like, pull the candy like a crazy person. You can't do it on your own. Would okay, that have been a good I mean, diet? I get that, but, like, at the same time, then I'm like, okay, well, cavemen probably aren't buying frozen food and microwaving it, and edamame is, like, wonderful for you. Right, but I, I'm, not, I'm saying, like, if the thing I'm eating did not come, like, from the, gra- from the ground, so to speak, like, it basically was keeping me from eating what the normal thought about process was, like... Like but tofu I, didn't really come from the ground, and it's not, like, a bad thing. I will never eat tofu. It's well, I'm trying to, like, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I think they can be taken to an extreme. I think where you're coming from is not a bad thing. Okay, it, that's what I was, I was looking, I was just looking for you to say, you got it, Lily. Well, I don't know if I go with you got it, but I don't, I think that's eating, I <laughs> eating a healthy diet, full variety of foods, it's, like, lots of fruits and vegetables, that's a wonderful thing. It was mainly just to keep me from eating candy and Hot Pockets. Yes, two things that I do not want you to eat. Yeah. But yeah. Hot pockets are so good once you get to the two scolding bites. <laughs> and burn the roof of your mouth. Yeah, then then you're good to go for the rest of it because you can't feel Hot shit. Pocket. Sorry, I can't help myself. Perfect. Thank hopefully, you. Hopefully they don't sue us. <laughs> they don't sue us. Okay, wait, the last one I want to give that doesn't have a definition is local. And I think we're seeing that more on the restaurant front where, oh, we're only sourcing local. Um, there's a taco place here in Dallas that's, like, known for, I don't want to say their name, but, like, when you go in their restaurant, they what have the a, initials on there? Um, <laughs> not saying. Sorry, um, the v? And I like it. Okay. Um, I like this place, but they're they're pushing their, oh, we do like everything it, local. We, we do everything local. So the thing local, um, the local food movement is, again, trying to get, get ingredients from close to where we live but again it's not really defined it can have a bunch of like like how, what does local mean like what what does that mean to you um and the other thing that we see here is people are calling themselves locovores so like a carnivore like that means you eat meat this person will only eat food that's that's sourced or um produced grown locally that doesn't make sense because not every like your state is not gonna have no i know the environment didn't all... recommend it just let you know what 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 the kids are doing Kids are dumb. <laughs> okay. Like, they are dumb. But I want to go back to this. So we just talked about a bunch of, like, marketing terms, and the only real legit one was around organic. So but, you can't call yourself organic unless you truly need Yeah, there's an inspector. Yeah, there's an inspector that comes to, okay. like, certify the farm and all that stuff. Um, 
I think though where this gets, well, it gets confusing a lot of places, but I think one of the biggest places that people get confused around labeling is with eggs. A carton of eggs can have Jesus, there's so there's many. so many. You're like, what the fuck? I just wanted to have some scrambled eggs or a breakfast taco. What's I, happening? I think I get like pastured. Is that right? Unpastured. Is that a thing? I don't think so. It's usually like free roaming, cage free, organic. Maybe it's so, maybe pasture. They they maybe I'm reading that they are out in a pasture. pasture maybe. <laughs> so maybe it's like that episode of of what Portlandia where oh my God. it's like. Tell me about the chicken. Seriously, <laughs> I want to go watch that right now. It's like the best. Yeah, I'm reading about my chicken's pasture that they were roaming on and, and how nice it was for them. So the first thing that you can see on a carton of eggs is if it's organic or not. And again, that's something that we just talked about. There's um, a certification there that is legit, and that means that the hens were on an organic feed. Um it also means that they were not raised in cages. So those are going to be the two things. If it's organic, if, if on your carton it says organic, that means it was organic feed and they were not in cages. Um, so Which doesn't necessarily mean that their life was better. No, it doesn't. Because I saw some PETA stuff. Granted, they're trying to get well, us yeah. to stop eating all of it. But. Well, and that's a, I think that's honestly worth noting is that just because the organic label's on there does not mean that it's humane treatment. Um, they could technically have outdoor access, like the hens could go outside if they wanted to, but they might have access for a minute, but technically you're giving them access. I could just imagine like the farmer opening the door real quick, like what's that insurance commercial at the end where she's trying to grab the dollar off the fishing line? Oh yeah. You gotta be quicker than that. Like I can see the farmer doing it. But I think that's misleading to people is that you think that you're doing the right thing. And it's not that any of this is right or wrong, but I just think it can be misleading. Yeah. Cause I think like. We like eggs, but we want we like animals, and we want them to be treated well. Right. But like, as I mentioned in another podcast, like a business is a business is a business. Like, yeah, not everything's done the way. Like, if we were in their shoes, we would hopefully do it humanely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the next thing that you can see um, on your carton of eggs is um, if, um, like what you just said, the free free range or free roaming. So what does that mean? That basically means that the hens are given outdoor access. They've gone rogue. So well, we don't know that we don't know the quality of the outdoor area. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long they are allowed to go outside to said area. What's scary though is that if they if they're living like if the farmer's just opening the door one day, who's to say if they'll even go out there? But technically, because he opened the door, you can put free range and free roaming on the label. That's dumb. Well, it's, like, this is my whole point. Like, I like, I think that this hopefully will motivate you to do some homework of knowing where your eggs are coming from. And you can really figure out the maybe type of diet the hens had and, you know, what their living conditions were like. I tried to buy my eggs at the farmer's market because, A, they're prettier. And, B, I can really grill the guy. No, I think that's good, too. I really do. I think that knowing your farmer is a really powerful thing. But I also am lucky enough to farmer's market. It's like a five-minute walk. Yeah, you are super close. Yeah, not everyone super gets close. that. So okay. I, not every town has one. I know, which is really sad. Well, there, I mean, the fact that, like, I, like, the fact that Waco has one is huge. So I feel like most towns with a population over 20,000 have them. Okay, I'm going to get back to this. 
Okay. So I know I just took it down about being free range or free roaming, but I'm going to say one more thing that's kind of sad. Oh. Um, cage free. That's another one that you see a lot. And I think people see cage free and that think they think that they're like hen is like frolicking in the grass, like under the sun. And it's, it's, it's not, it just means that legit the animals aren't in cages. Um, so they can like go eat and drink whenever they want. Um, it sounds good, but they still can be like so stuffed in there. To that's they... exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. The conditions for cage free are usually miserable. Um, they're usually super overcrowded and there's not enough room, if you will. Um, so I think that I I think of it like prison, like some prisons are extremely overcrowded, like the yard's too packed. It's like saying like cage free prison. You just are taking away the cells. But it makes you feel good when you hear this, you hear cage free and you hear, um, free roaming and you feel better and and you shouldn't per se. The best thing you can do is talk to the guy at the farmer's market and be like, how, how, tell me how. How are these hens living? Like, what what's are they their eating? Names? Yeah, is what's Pamela really doing? Is she happy? Show me a picture on your phone. Um, but I think you know it. It is because these labels make you feel good, and they're not always true. Okay, but why even originally? Who who came up with these labels? Because I mean, whoever came up with them can't be like s- stupid. Like, I mean, it's mar- it's, I mean, it's a lot of it marketing because what the consumer the consumers are in control of this. So consumers see something and we demand this, we demand that, and they don't even really know what they're demanding. But doesn't someone have to approve put being able for like farmer X to put like cage free on his eggs? Whoever came up with that determination. Well, I mean, well, we just told you the definition. Like it's right, but the... who came up with the definition? So um, FDA. Well, FDA, be better. Well, it's not the FDA's fault. I think it's these people taking advantage of it. They're like, oh, yeah, they're, they're look, they're cage-free. Right, but they should put, like, a minimum requirement about something. Yeah, no, that would be, I think that would be really yeah. great. I, I should work really for great. the FDA because I know how shitty people can be. I'm going to put those stops in place. Like, a minimum of an hour of outside time so they can have a, mem- a minimum of one feet space between another chicken I would be their worst nightmare. Um, but I think maybe, like, something needed. Okay, the last one, um, well, not the last one, but, like, the last one that you probably see on a carton is omega-3 enriched. Um, and that basically means that, like, Eglin's best eggs have more omega-3. It's because the, what they're feeding their hens. Their, the food that they're feeding the hens um, is enriched with usually flaxseed or fish oil. Okay. So it boosts the omega-3 content in their eggs. So that's a good thing. I think that's a wonderful – it's just another way that you can get that in your diet. I was making sure they weren't eating, like – I once fed a duck a piece of chicken, and I think about it all the time. <laughs> eating each other. It's like eating your cousin. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God, are they giving them salmon? Um, Don't give them the taste of meat; they'll rise against us. No, it's okay. fish. Good. Okay, and then the last thing is like tugging at your heartstrings. Like mm. I know. So we've talked about all these labels; they really don't mean anything. The environment is usually really crappy. What can you do then if you don't know? If you don't have a guy at the farmers market, or you don't have that, um, there are. Um, it's called AWA, and it's Animal Welfare Approved. So that basically means, like, it's the gold standard. Um, and usually you'll see this um, with family farms that have the strictest criteria. So um, the farms that are really promoting the animal's health. Um, 
versus like just saying that they are. So you'll see a late it's a label and it's an AWA label. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you can't find that where you live, the other one you can look look for is um uh it's called Certified Humane and it's a nonprofit organization. So take that with a grain of salt, but um it's Humane Farm Animal Care. And they basically go around farms yearly and like just check it out. Like where are the where are the hens? Do they have enough room? Is Pamela happy? Mm-hmm. Where is she? What's she doing? My hen's name is Cindy. Cindy. Is Cindy getting fresh water? Like how is she being treated? So um, I think though, if if that is hard for you to find either that certification or the AWA seal, um, go to the farmers market. Something that's close to your house. Um, and ask if you can like even visit the farm and you'll see if their reaction is like sheer panic. I just imagine like it's a red flag. If they say no, it's a red flag because most people are so proud of their products. Mm -hmm. Like, please come, come and see it. It'll be so great. Come see Sunday. Yeah. So, um, I think that, that, that should be a really clear indicator. Well, and I feel like, like not, obviously not everyone's like, if the only thing you have in your town is like a Walmart, like I'm sure that's not going to help you. But like, I feel like if. If nine out of ten buyers like thought a little bit harder about their choices, like like I know a lot of people hate that we're like PETA hates that we're eating beef and drinking milk and eating eggs. But if we like if we were smarter and gave these like animals a better life for what they're giving for us, like the world would be a better place. Famous but steps. I think there's a lot of, like, these family farms do take care of their animals. Oh, 100%. It's their, yeah, it's their well, livelihood. And I feel like a lot of the, when you ever, like, I feel like those are the first ones to go under, too. And these big conglomerates yeah, are, are, taking like, over. It's really scary. Who are sitting, like, who are the ones, like, McDonald's buy from or whatever. Like, So if you don't, like, if we were saying, like, like, you gave the example of Waco. If you don't have a farmer's market or that's just not realistic for you. I will ship you fucking eggs, Yeah, fine. Call fine. me. I've seen two things. One thing that I've seen is um, it's called CSA. It's Community Supported Agriculture. And it's a group um, of, of people coming together to support, support local farming. And you usually can just type in your zip code and see if there's anything around you. The other thing you can do, I know that um, a vet here in Dallas is doing this. And they... Um, they are raising, they have their own hens. And if you want to adopt a hen, you can, you can name it and come get your eggs. We can share a hen if we wanted to. Um, so it's just another way that they're trying to, um, provide, like take care of the animals humanely and provide quality products. Cindy, Pamela, Susie Lockhart. Well, I'm at like, yeah. I I was saying if we shared one, that would be its full name. I kind of like the name June for a hen. I love the name June. I feel What's like that she... from? Oh, that uh, country song, Johnny and June. Oh, Johnny and June. Classic. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of the the rundown on on eggs. They're wonderful for you. Don't toss the yolk. You can listen to our podcast on fat episode um, on fat where we talk about the benefit of the yolk. I feel like if you toss the yolk, like what the fuck's the chicken even doing for you? That's just rude. Like it's only you're if you toss the yolk, you're just getting half the amount of protein. That's it. No vitamins, no minerals, no nothing. It's no like, fat. You're literally just getting about like three or four grams of protein. So that have fun with that. So hard for you to toss its main thing. I know. Don't like, be an asshole. Don't be a dick. Eat the fucking yolk, or send it to me. Okay, guys, that's our episode for this week. Um, We drop episodes every Wednesday. If you like what you hear, please rate us, review us, 
five stars if you don't like us just you know don't 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 do any stars <laughs> and just and if you want to hear a new episode or there's a topic you're really curious in slide us slide into our dms um in a month or so we are going to be releasing a newsletter so if you want to go to subscribe to that go on our website at unemployedsinhealth.com and drop us a line thanks bye Hey guys, it's Lillian and Caroline with Uninfluencing Health. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new topic. If you want to learn more or ask us any questions, you can find us on Instagram at, at Uninfluencing Health, on Facebook at Uninfluencing Health, or online at uninfluencinghealth.com. <laughs>